You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. Hey, what's up, everyone? I'm Matt Migaki, the vocalist of Cryptopsy and the host of the Vox and Hops Metal Podcast, where I sit down with fellow metal musicians. We talk all about their lives and music while sharing killer craft beers. If you've ever wanted to sneak backstage and share a beer with one of your favorite musicians, well, Vox and Hops is the podcast for you. This week on the podcast, I had an amazing conversation with Morgan Lander and S.J. Jones about Kitty Pig. There is this episode and over 450 other ones to help you enjoy life, metal, and craft beer. So what are you waiting for? It's time to become a Vox and Hops head. Cheers! All right, if you want, I mean, because... You and I both could have joined the Olympics. What? <laughs> you? I mean, would you ever think about it? Like the know? Olympics? What? Right. You know. You know what I mean? What the hell are you talking about? I don't know. Just <laughs> I consider you kind of an Olympian. <laughs> I'm so confused right now. I feel like I'm a brain tumor. That was great. It was a great clap. Great clap. A great clap usually corresponds with a great episode. Mm-hmm. The past few episodes, I've had many people come out of the woodwork to tell me that they were hot fire. Yeah, that's weird. I, It's not that I disagree, but I kind of disagree. You know what I mean? Or at least, at least when we cut them, I was just like, well, that's that's acceptable. No, that's because fine. you're like a surgeon who never thinks he does a good enough job. And then the person will live for like 70 more years. Is it but weird that I, I'm playing with a pair of scissors right now when you called me a surgeon? I just happen to be, like, turning them around in my hand and just, like... Are they one-arm one scissors, dude? No, no, they're not. They're uh, nothing as banal as a one-arm scissor. As a one-arm scissor. Remember Oof. that? Remember the one-arm I, scissor? I do. People oh, still swear to God that that shit is good. People really love that. I hope that they they shot their reunion shot very early, though. And you could probably get another one though. I and mean, we, I, it, they're actually of they're the first band that you fell in love with. Yeah, the first band that I fucked to. Um, <laughs> that's that's no, actually it gives me a great question uh, when you're done. They're the first generation of internet bands, like a little pre MySpace. You know <laughs> yeah, what I mean? Of course. So it's very possible they might have a second uh, reunion. Uh, uh, like car- the carousel might come back around on them again. We'll see. Oh, totally. That's, uh, real uh, bad though. Really no, oh, fucking right. oh, and they, stupid uh, music. Yeah, they almost broke up a bunch of times. Ooh, ooh, it's worse than quicksand. What's the, what's the darkest? Like, what's the worst? What was the worst internet band you fell for in that era? Braid. Braid well, no, is a no, really hey good answer. Hey Mercedes, not Braid. Ooh, damn. Hey Mercedes My God. was... Okay, Hey Mercedes was, it was exactly an internet band. In yes. hype, they released an album that sounded like Braid minus one member. Um, uh, and it sounded like Braid. It sounded like Braid on amphetamines. Yeah, like that's, that's them, exactly what that is. <laughs> like if they locked themselves in a cabin and wrote like Braid songs, but they also didn't sleep. So they're sort of like slow, but they're also like good enough and they have that weird like speed logic where they're like let's just do another song let's just do another. but then they concentrate on the drum sound for like four days because it's just like you know 
Or at least in my experience, that's the way. I that's about right. Anyway. That that feels accurate. Yeah. So, um, yeah, hey Mercedes definitely fell hook, line, and sinker. Saw them. That was the uh, side of the uh, aforementioned big timing by him. Nice, really good. And then I, you know, speaking to his speed addiction, he did a hundred songs in a hundred days challenge, like a true speed-addled weirdo. Bob Nana. I'm sure, I'm sure they were all really good songs. Yeah, I'm sure they were all like. <laughs> that's the thing, though. I write like three songs a year, and I take like enough speed to fucking knock over a boar. <laughs> maybe <laughs> enough speed to make someone a total bore. Maybe, maybe it's you're, you're focusing on quality, though. That's the, that's the that's the thing. You know, it's like just the gotta buy voices thing. It's like, it's like, or it's like the gotta buy voices thing, um, by way of the Doritos thing. We're like, yeah, like, it's keep, that's a fucking keep, frustrating thing. They keep eating; they'll make more. <laughs> like, yo, like guided by voices is exceptional because that that was impossible. Like the and, and even guided by voices, how many? What percentage do you think guided by voices songs actually hit? If you took every single f- song and broke it down, I'd say like I say point point like half of one percent. Oh wow! All right, I was gonna give them thirty percent. I would say thirty percent of guided by voices You're talking hit about the hit mark or a hit, like hit as in just I'm hit. In the that, control, like you're that in the I'm gonna sit down. Yeah, we're sitting right here, and it's Tuesday, and by the end of this Tuesday night, we're gonna have a song in the can. Three, two, one, go. Okay. Well, I'd say thirty percent of those hit their mark, which sure. is that it, that's a superhuman amount. I think every other person, every other band that does that shit, yeah, then they're exactly where you're at. They're like one percent of those songs hit the mark. Definitely, uh, I think their song "I Am a Scientist" is w- widely considered Liberty their best song. Save us almost eight hundred dollars when we switched our auto and home insurance. Liberty Mutual Insurance. This, I love the, I love, I love that now they have ads you can't skip because they're yeah, too short. Yeah, it's, it's just there now. It's actually just turning into watching TV. Anyone who is too young to remember what watching TV was like, it's like YouTube now. Now this sounds like every band we heard practicing in the practice space when yes. we were when we'd be loading in. So I think that that might be the thing, which is that that does sound like every band we've heard loading in. Right. But every band that we heard loading in likely spent an obscene amount of time on that song, where he is guided by voices, probably just shit it out in an afternoon. And guided and by that, voices. That's yeah. the beauty of it. Guided by voices also had the um, benefit of being in a scene that celebrated itself. Oh yeah, it's very like much like the replacements and Dinosaur Junior and play things before them. I'm talking about the scene as, an, as a wide-ranging, like the ninety, like late '80s, '90s indie rock scene. Like the what's the the scene that's responsible for Smashing Pumpkins getting so big? Mm-hmm. Smashing Pumpkins, and why not why not Mary's Danish, one of their contemporaries? Why not Trenchfoot? There's it's it's entirely luck. Yeah, it's totally luck. Right place, right time, and no no kissing ass at all. Man, that's it's funny. I think about. I think about the replay. I th- actually just I think about the Midwestern, like the North Midwestern United States in like the eighties and nineties. Some like really notable acts came out of that area. You know, it was just, like it, it was illogical how many good bands came out of sure. that like that place in time. But also, when you always think about like, oh man, I like I wish I could have I could transport back to fucking 
I don't know, Hate Ashbury in like 1965 <laughs> or some shit like that. You know, like you get, you fall into those, those you thought really wish. I wish I could see it. You but wish you could go back to Hate Ashbury in 1969. No, I was just, the, that was, that was the fucking example that fell off the top of my head. Like, oh. I'm just thinking about like iconic places people wish they could trans, like, you know, go back to. There is no part of me that would ever want to go to Minneapolis and no. see this thing happen. Like, it's just, it's interesting that it happened, but I have no interest in... in you don't want to go to Chapel Hill for the first Super yeah, Trump show? No, 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 no. That's <laughs> precisely what I don't want to do. People fall in love with that <laughs> shit, though. They really do. It's like, oh, man, I don't want to go to... You don't want to go to, like, uh, you know, Detroit for the first time Royal Trucks ever played there? And it changed I, the landscape of music in Michigan forever? I should call yeah. Justin Kiss. You Ask should him. call Justin Kiss. He That's won't, a, he actually, won't pick up. Oh, man. I miss Justin Kiss. It's been, I, it has been years since I've been in the same room as him. What's funny is he has no problem coming on the podcast. I just never think about it. <laughs> I he is the him. opposite of Sean Duty, who refuses to come on the podcast, and I think of it every day. Uh, and, buddy, uh, I, I heard that you had. Oh, I yeah, mi- yeah. I miss you, by the way, and uh, I'm glad we're talking. Um, uh, you miss me. Oh, yeah, I miss you. I, uh, oh, I thought you were talking to Sean Duty. Oh, I no, miss you too. I'm trying to be more this year. Um, I started this year being very depressed. Like, I, I noticed. Embarrassingly so. It's the, when I don't mention it to you, it's because I know that you'll say something that will humiliate me. And also something <laughs> I need to hear. Usually the same thing. Great. Very good. <laughs> and so I don't say anything. But I started off the year in the, the lowest low I've had probably since, probably in eight years. Easily. Wow. Well, yeah. let's talk about it. What's what's going on? What's it's gone now, and I hope it never okay. comes back. So I don't want to full on full on chemical process. It is it is a life sentence of a life sentence chemical imbalance that I have little or no control over, and I'm just learning this now. No matter what I take, my body is like flooded with too much serotonin, and I become impulsive and impatient and nasty, and purposely try to sabotage my life. Oh, perfect. Which is why I left the tour, which is why I've... Like, <laughs> I was about to ask if there were any greatest hits from this time through, but maybe uh, maybe those are forthcoming. <laughs> That's exactly what I, I... I intentionally left the tour. I blew it there. Uh, um, walked out of jobs, quit jobs that I shouldn't have. Um, personally, professionally, romantically, I've completely fucked my life over, and I'm just now picking the pieces up. And I told myself that I'm not going to do it again because I paid so much for not for for just letting it ride just riding the ride you know because that, that mm-hmm. used to be my coping mechanism was just ride the ride and this was beef but the back then i didn't have the benefit of a diagnosis so i was like oh i guess i'm a weird dude <laughs> yeah this is just how life then is everybody was okay. just like oh that's just hans he's a little weird and now i know that i'm <laughs> fucked up oh man look at him he's just he's he's sitting under somebody's porch He's right now, around. we're trying to leave, and he's just running around yeah. in circles. We're it's trying odd. to load out, and he's running around for no reason. Like an idiot. I still vividly remember we were in the DC Metro, <laughs> and you had this really intense manic episode where you just ran, like, you were literally running around us like a child, and at one point ran six feet away, and then just stood next to a column and just looked at us. <laughs> it was... Isn't that I, funny, though? It was hysterical. Like at the I, time, it was. It's weird because I remember seeing it happen and being half worried, and also like 
we were all like tired and had the giggles, and it was just like too much. Yeah. In retrospect, oh, a lot of red flags being thrown. Picture from us taking the pictures for you were beneath me when I'm running. I had the manic Holy so bad. Holy God, yeah. Trying to fucking foot race Sean Duty. Jesus. I fucking ran. That's, I, man, I never thought about that, but yeah, there is photo evidence of this. Me, <laughs> That's great. Yeah, me being a cut up. And I had the same <laughs> shit. I had the same shit going on. Big time. Couldn't even sleep. I was so manic. Um, poor, really bad in com- impulse control. Stop myself from writing a lot of lascivious things to female friends of mine, which is Good I'm move. really glad I didn't do that. Good move. This time or, or back this then? This time. I've done All it before, right. and uh, through, the, through the goodness of their hearts, they've forgiven me after I've explained myself. But um, And uh, I just said that that's off the table. I can't ever do that. All right. And, excellent. Uh, <laughs> but I did, uh, you know, I, I, I just... Uh, it's been a really weird January and part of February, but I'm okay now. <laughs> and, All right. Um, yeah, I'm doing okay. For now, I'm doing fine. And I was all set to quit my job and without a plan. I, I just talked myself into quitting my job knowing that I, uh, instead of getting fired or anything else, just quitting my job knowing that um, like, I'll just figure it out. Which figure it out means start digging into my IRA and blowing through that uh, money finally. I was going to say, this is your third job in as many years. Like, chill with this one for yeah, a minute. Can you, if you look at my LinkedIn, you're like, oh, manic, manic weirdo. You've had fucking <laughs> five jobs in two years. Excellent. That is actually what, like, anytime I interview somebody, it is the first thing I look at. It's just the amount of jobs that are on there and the, the spacing. I, I, there's jobs I've left off because I haven't spent enough time there. Mm-hmm. I'd rather explain it like, yeah, you know, I... Uh, you know, they're, it's a nonprofit. So they're having some money troubles, and uh, I bowed out gracefully. Um, just to, took some time to do some uh, consulting on the side, and um, but now I'm ready to jump back into uh, the actual workforce. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's, that's, real that's my stock response. Now, you as an interviewer, how would you? What would you say to that? You'd be, you'd be out. I'd be like, uh, I'm gonna leave the room, and then I'm gonna come oh, back in. We can try this again. <laughs> Even me, one of your oldest friends. But I, I am a notoriously tough interview. I like Good. they at the factory. Have to be. They sales, send have people. To be. I'm not even in sales anymore. But I mean, it's just from that. Yeah. And it's at the point now where Chalk divisions that have that I have absolutely no stake in whatsoever have me interview people sometimes just because I like I just weed out so much crap. Um, not giving a but, shit is a strong. It's a strong interview quality. Having said that, this is one of the things about being able to weed weed out crap. I have gotten some really, really good people, but the people who manage to get through the net that are bad, (laughs) holy fuck. (laughs) Like, whoa. Like the guy who delivered your food and asked if you were hiring. Oh, dude, Jesus Christ. That was (laughs) was pretty dark. Um, No, but, yo, like... I mean, good for him, right? This... The amount of damage that people who get through my filter can do is pretty wild. I, like I can think of two off the top of my head that I, fuck, I I wish I could go back and kill them. Like <laughs> I wish I could go back to Hate Ashbury, nineteen sixty five, and kill their parents. <laughs> you wish <know? laughs> you wish you okay. You wish you could drive drive out to the trailer on the outskirts of town. Oh yeah, V Dub Bug. Like, the Sunday afternoon where they had nothing better going on, so they decided mm-hmm. to just have a drunken screw. Yep. And the little bundle of joy came along nine months. Like, well, let's be real, seven and a half months later because mom drank throughout the pregnancy. 
Um, <laughs> and this is like, actually the podcast where I admit to being the Zodiac killer. And that's actually what was going on. <laughs> like those people at the lake were just, they were actually the, the great grandparents of somebody I would hire in, uh, in 2024. <laughs> so I went back and I knifed them both. Yeah. Pretty sick, right? You are actually the Long Island serial killer. I do know I, that. Is, that is also me as well. L-A-S-K. Um, this would be a great movie. This is our million-dollar idea for the week, I think. No, Guy no. who goes back in time and kills people, but just because he they're bad hires at his current job. Yeah, perfect. Oh, my God, that's a great idea. Wow. Every serial killer is just the same guy, just trying to, like, just trying to get this one motherfucker who's making his life hard. And you know what the movie's called? I can't wait. HR. Oh, shit. Featuring HR from the Bad Brains. <laughs> Featuring HR. It's amazing. He's like, oh, HR man. could be like the uh, the George Carlin character from Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. <laughs> he does a great cover of Man Behind the Mask by Alice Cooper. It's really oh, weird. This is bizarre movie. It's like a reggae like, version of Man Behind the Mask. It's definitely going to win a Razzie. If you see him, come and get away from here. That is one of those songs I always put on playlists that people get very weirded out by. Oh, my God. Are you kidding? Man Behind the Mask is the jam. Great song. Not available bought on that, Spotify. Bought the tape in like a, a truck stop or some shit, didn't we? Yeah, we did. We it's like an, we decided it was okay to buy an Alice Cooper tape for some reason. And uh, that was the only good song on the whole yeah. album. <laughs> Written by Kip Winger from uh, Winger. Pretty cool, right? Is that right? Oh, yeah. Wow. God damn. Not only did he really phone that album in, he really phoned it in. Jesus. Like, this song is just... It's like a Tascam drum machine. And just some dude playing predictable guitar to a terrible lyrics, vaguely inspired by Friday the 13th. (laughs) Maybe. (laughs) Great song. It's so good. You're deeper in love, but you're deeper in the woods. Perfect. Oh, man. Out on love. Did you see that face? The dream. <laughs> he sounds like he's sitting down. He, he definitely is. This was done in somebody's basement. Yeah, give me that predictable guitar. Great, great chorus, though. It's all about the choruses. Super you good. Know what? In the 1980s, the songs were the stars. You know? Man. Sounds like the fucking music from Blades of Steel. It does. Or, or like, um, not Over the Top, but the other Hulk Hogan movie. Ooh, uh, Suburban Commando. No. The one where he... Uh... Oh, oh, what fuck? What was that called? Um, I think I made my father go see that. No Holds Barred. As a kid. No Holds Barred. I'm fairly certain I made my father go see No Holds Barred. That's another movie that you and I have to sit around for 45 minutes on torrent sites trying to find. Because yeah, I, I think ref- we can do that. I refuse to pay $2 to the WWE. The WWE licensed that from Hulk Hogan. Crazy, right? No, no it's, we're, we're not paying for that shit. No, he has enough money. Okay. Listen, we're, already, we're already in for season tickets for the XFL. Let's fucking let's give us oh, this one. Fuck yes! I'm definitely, when I, when the New Jersey Hitmen come back, we're going, <laughs> and it's not and it's not going to be pretty because by the time we get it together to go, tickets are going to be twenty bucks because they're going to be on the skids. I want, I want the XFL to be the United States version of going to a Millwall game, <laughs> where it's only reprobates. That's oh, yeah. it. It's just a place you go to fucking like to buy drugs that somebody cooked from shit under their sink. 
Oh God! It's like when my dad, when I was a child, my dad brought me to the Glens Falls Tough Man contest at the Civic oh, Center. Oh hell yeah! And there were more fights in the audience than there were in the ring. It was fucking great. I remember That's that was so the first good. moment where I'm like, I'm gonna end up being like kind of a misfit because my father was. <laughs> this, fucking, this doesn't feel right. My father paid for the whole seat, but he only needed the edge. You know what I mean? He was up <laughs> standing up. He's like, holy shit, yeah. And then someone told him to sit down. He turned around and said, fuck you. It's awesome. Oh, yeah. See, look at my old man now. I have to like help him into the car. I help him down the stairs. He's like, ready to go. These are the wages of a life well lived, though. It, it really, I, you know what? I should call him up and tell him that. that yeah, it's really true. That you merely, your, your ailments are merely the wages of a life well lived. I should, I should actually call him now and tell him that. All right. I'm with that. We haven't heard from I have my no dad. idea how we got here, but this is great. <laughs> I think some of our best episodes are just uh, rambling. I did. I, there was uh Where was I? I, I? I was I was out, and I was flipping through my podcast app, and I was like, oh, shit, that Brooklyn one. I forgot we did this, and I clicked on it, yeah. and it had stopped on the point where we called your father at that show. Wow. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> great guy. Talk Woo. to him about Bernie Sanders and shit. Yeah, right, man. So here oh, my comes. God. Here he comes. Hopefully he answers the phone, not my mom. Oh, that'd be great. I mean, I love my mom, but still, Jesus. Got out of the kitchen, why don't you? Stop all your bitching. Hi, Hans. Hey, Pop. Yeah. How are you? All right. <laughs> Second really? ring. You sure you're all right? Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, I just wanted to call real quick because I just heard something that I think is appropriate to your life. Okay. You, you know all the ailments that you have with your legs and everything and how you hurt? Yeah. These are Those are merely the wages of a life well lived. Really? <laughs> I can bring him some joy. Yeah. I want you to write that down and remember it when you feel bad. That oh, all your all this all the shit going on with your legs and everything, and you can't walk and you hurt all the time. Merely the wages of a life well lived. I like that. Good. I like it. Mommy's over there. She don't have a phone. That's all right. I, just a quick call. Okay. Let us see how what he you, thinks about this Russia thing. How do you we feel got about uh, Ruby Ridge? Yeah. Ruby, good. Good. <laughs> you know Randy Weaver. Did you see it? No. Oh, did you? Wa- oh, you watched it. Well, Pop, I just wanted to call and tell you that. <clears throat> and, okay, uh, it's the wages of a life. Well lived. lived. Right. <laughs> Great. Okay. <laughs> Thanks a lot. No, no problem. All right, Mom says hi. Hi. <laughs> okay. Bye. All right. Keep it. All right. <laughs> <laughs> what a weird phone call. <laughs> yeah, really weird. Um, <laughs> might be so weird we might cut it out. Um <laughs> He used Jesus. to get so mad at the TV, and then now he doesn't even remember. He's like, "Oh, it was oh, that's why." But I love that's part of the part of the fun of it. I love when parents lie to be nice, though. He's like, "Yeah, it was great." <laughs> like, he yeah, what, what are you what are you talking about? He doesn't know what I'm it's... fucking talking about. The guy's seventy three. Give him a break. You know what I mean? Wow, goddamn! He, he picked up in the second ring, though. He was uh, he was waiting. Wow, for he's in. The, he has a whole command center set up. Oh man, that's great. <laughs> Really funny. Um, now nah, he's a uh, he's he's uh, yeah he's a little rundown guy. So anyway, tell us about <laughs> tell us about your Sean Duty dream. Oh, okay, I, I was trying to figure out. I remember there was like there was something that got us here. Yeah. So yeah, there was uh, 
two nights ago. I guess it was Friday night. Um, well, Saturday morning, I woke up, and anyone who's ever taken a lover for <laughs> for any amount of time knows that sometimes you wake up on those perfect mornings. Yeah. Uh, where it's just like it's just the right temperature and you slept a little late and it's really quiet and everything's just really chill and you're just like you're not like thirsty you don't have to piss you're just like you wake up and you're like really satisfied with the morning and so we had one of those mornings Mm -hmm. and uh do tell i didn't want to ruin it by telling gab that minutes before i had woken up from a dream (laughs) where sean duty had died (laughs) but this is the weird thing. So, <laughs> it wasn't like I got word that Sean Duty died. For some reason, we were both in the military. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I was just like, oh, I should check in on my boy Sean Duty, who must be stationed somewhere else. And I go to primitive military computer and tick 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 and there's a photo of Sean Duty's dead body but the looking like he jumped in from D-Day you know? oh my god <laughs> totally. no. um, and I'm like what Sean Duty's dead and I'm like I'm looking for like reasons like why did Sean Duty die how did Sean Duty die um, and it just the only response came back he fell <laughs> <laughs> Of course. I had to be like, oh, fuck. I got to call his parents now and be like, yo, sorry. Sorry, Sean Duty's parents. Sean Duty's dead. Uh, But then I woke up. Oh, my God. And I was was spared from having to call uh, Leo and Bonnie Duty and and tell them that Sean Duty died on, like, a beach in Normandy, apparently. (laughs) (laughs) I really love um, that the fact that if we had to go to his funeral... We would be Dude. fucking ball busters. Yeah, we like this. Of course, culminated in you and I having like a very, very dark text conversation. Oh God! Well, we'd have to, we'd have to do stuff. We have to do a lot for the funeral. You know, we'd have, we'd, to... We'd have to like do a live episode, right? That's the only way. <laughs> in the car, we'd have to do. <laughs> Here we are, right? Here we are, at Sean Duty's funeral. Uh, of like a vid- you know when like your your townie friend from high school who never really got out dies, yeah, and you go back and you see and everyone's like still doing their townie shit. No one's really moved on. You wind up sitting outside the funeral home like drinking Mad Dog with some dude you haven't seen in in twenty five years. <laughs> It'd be like that. It'd be just us sitting in a car drinking, yeah, like drinking fucking Wild Irish Rose and telling Sean Duty stories, but doing a podcast of it. Yes, yeah. ridiculous. Plus, we'd have to be the fucking pallbearers, because I don't think any... Uh, of course, I don't yeah. think a strong back is, like, a big duty trait, so I think we'd have to be the ones who <laughs> did his fucking thing. That, that would have to be it. And there then it is. almost drop it, maybe on purpose, maybe on accident. Whoop! Oh, oh, oh you'll oh, never oh. know. You know, if he was here waka to defend waka. himself, that'd be great, but he's not. I actually... I it, Just because I never remembered my dreams, and I remembered this one vividly... Um, I actually texted them the next day, really some nonsense. Like, I had to, like, text them for some shit. But realistically, my ulterior motive was just to, like, get a response. I mean, like, okay, Sean Diddy's not actually dead. So that's chill. Sean Diddy's either still alive or somebody is using his phone very convincingly. <laughs> um, so, yeah, Sean Diddy is still alive. He did not die in the war. Ridiculous. Totally absurd. Like, I, 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 I'm not a big dream interpreter. 
So I'll leave this as is, but totally absurd. Yeah. But it's entirely possible. So I'm glad we're sort of prepared. Yeah, you know, I mean, it's, it's what it is. Shondri could die any day now. I could die any minute. So the Olympics are on right now. And <clears throat> what is the one thing that you remember the most about the Olympics? Okay. Winter Olympics. Um, I hate the Olympics. <laughs> I hate them Come so on, much. So man. Don't you, we've you gone ever dream for, of being an Olympian? for two weeks now. We've gone to Gab's mother's house. Um, you know, like for whatever reason, like over for dinner or some shit like that. And she insists on having the Olympics on at full volume for some reason. <laughs> and we just go over there and it's like a little too warm and we're like waiting for our laundry to get done because they've got mach- a machine at the house. So we're kind of stuck there just watching like Norwegian men ski uphill. And she just talks about how tough it must be. Like, God, that must be so hard. But <clears throat> none of these skills are applicable to real life. Do you know what I fucking mean? Like, <laughs> the original Olympics was, like, two guys wrestling. Yeah. Cool. All right. Or, like, who could ride a horse the fastest? All right, cool. All applicable skills. This shit where people synchronize, like, uh, uh, ice skate in a big circle. Okay. This is fucking boring. <laughs> this is boring shit that we shouldn't be spending millions of dollars on. This is some boring nonsense. And it's every every dumb thing I see in the Olympics is always one of thirty. It's like, well, this is the the men age eighteen to twenty five, <laughs> uh, weighing uh, two hundred to three hundred and fifteen pounds, synchronized ski. Uh, and of course, then we have the uh, the upper Norwegian men after this, and then the ladies, then the ladies auxiliary, and then we'll have the South African skiing troop uh, come through. And then after all that, we this will break down into five different events, none of which have any sort of application to real life. None of them. It, they are absolute foolishness. They're just some shit that somebody made up in a fever dream that somehow became a sport. It's bizarre. Um, and I really hate the Olympics. I'm just that's that's that. <laughs> so your question of what do I remember the most is I, the only thing anyone ever remembers the Winter Olympics for, which is uh, Tanya Harding and Nancy Kerrigan. Yes. Now I want you to listen to this really quickly. I'm really glad you said that. Because I listened, I was watching videos of this, what happened last night, and I swear to God, much as we misheard and when the ports, oh yeah, <laughs> Nancy Kerrigan says something that I, I I'll display it because it's hard to uh, explain. <laughs> <clears throat> this is the famous why 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 video. You know the why oh, why oh, video, very much. Right? Why? I just saw the, uh, the just saw the movie and then watched the thirty for thirty uh, a couple days ago. I heard the movie was really bad. It's all right. So the movie's actually not bad. Um, it's not the best thing I've ever seen, but it's it's totally fine. The thing that drives me nuts is that the woman they have playing Tanya Harding in the movie just looks more like Nancy Kerrigan at any moment than Tanya Harding. So it's <laughs> frustrating as shit to watch. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's I mean that that's my big takeaway. Are you ready for this? I am. <laughs> it's like, I don't mean to laugh. And her awesome hard, hard black 
No, what did she just say? I have no idea what she just said. She just said, they asked, what did you get hit with? And she's like, I don't know, some hard, hard black dick. Whoa. Play it again. Okay. I don't know, some hard, hard black dick. Mmm, interesting. Okay, I'm going to play it one more time so everybody hears it. (laughs) I don't know, some hard, hard black dick. Look, that's what she said. Hard, so I don't know, some hard, hard black dick. Has this... And then she goes on, then she goes on to say... Something really, really hard. No one's ever said anything about that. In her moment of torment, much as people who get oral surgery and they're put under laughing gas say, like, lascivious things, I think she stress said, I don't know, some hard, hard black dick. What if... This is becoming conspiracy barn, and she actually is... was hit by some hard, hard black dick, and it really, actually, everything that Tanya Harding and whatever the fuck that fucking husband of hers, Shane. Jeff Galuli, Jeff Galuli, thank you. What if everything Shane. they're saying is true, and it really was like it was there was another person, perhaps but somebody who had. I don't know, come back from time because he had hired her great-great-great-grandson to, to do a job, and he couldn't do it, so he decided he was going to go back in time and, and break her leg off at the knee. With a hard, With hard, a hard, black, hard dick. black dick. With a hard, hard, hard black dick. What if it was like uh, porn star Ray Visor? It's very possible. Minute Bowl? Oh, yeah. You, my God. No, but he'd be really hard to hide. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> It'd have to be. Well, let's see. Well, there. Where were they? They're like Slenderman at the time. Wait a minute. Mm-hmm. Connecticut at the time. Nineteen ninety four. Hmm. I'm gonna look this up. Who was? Who was the main star on the UConn basketball team? Oh, there you go. Uh, Nineteen ninety four. Because this, my friends. a guy called Yuri Cohen Mintz. I'm going to click on very quickly. <laughs> Great name. All right. Ray Allen. Ray, Ray Allen. Allen. All right. We're getting somewhere Ray now. Ray Allen. Ray Allen was there in 1994. Ray Allen. I'm going to now Google Ray Allen. Nancy Kerrigan. Oh, this is going to be it. Oh my God! There's nothing. I'm saying absolutely. Yeah, it's been it's been wiped out. You know, today would be a great day for an Illuminati sacrifice of uh, <laughs> of Google connections. You know, this is why you don't hear from. I woke up. I was talking to some friends today, and I said today would be the way the numbers have lined up. Today would be a great day for an Illuminati sacrifice. Why? <laughs> I fucking love... Okay, now I'm going to Google Nancy Kerrigan, hard black Very dick, good. And see if anybody has said anything. <laughs> oh, man. This, this cannot be good. Okay, so... The, and down uh, on a thing called download uh, on the YouTube comments, actually. Um... Yeah, people are going in on saying they said 
Uh, Brianni Brown, four days ago, said, bitch said hard on black dick. Yeah, there you go. So the four days ago, wow. is growing. Yeah. Wow. The same year Lorena Baba cut off John Wayne Bobbitt's dick. Wow, what an eventful year. Jesus. You know, it's where was it? It's no fucking. It's it. It's no. It's obvious why we have a twenty-four hour news cycle now with years like this. Like, yeah, like three times people couldn't turn off the news, and fucking young Wolf Blitzer's like, oh shit, we got something here. Let's keep this going. (laughs) I don't know some hard, hard black dick. You heard it here first, folks. Nancy Kerrigan was hit by a hard black dick. Slung by none other than Ray Allen. We're going to have to get him on the podcast. I can get him right now. All right, give him a call. <laughs> I can just call a random Ray Allen in the phone book. <laughs> <laughs> Pardon me, Ray. Mr. Allen, could you uh, comment on the allegation that you, in fact, hit Nancy Kerrigan with a hard... What she said is a... Let me get my papers together. A uh, hard, hard black dick. It's funny, because you're in the Albany fucking... You're in the Albany uh, phone book, too, bizarrely. He's signing autographs. So he's signing autographs at Klein's All Sports. Wow. <laughs> I want to go to one of those. Occasionally, they'll have an autograph person. A person like a really washed-up member of the Giants signing autographs at the mall. I just want to go and be like, Can you confirm or deny the allegations against Ray Allen... Attacking Nancy Kerrigan in 1994. You could be one of those guys that fucking, like, gets in Buzz Aldrin's face about not actually going to the moon. That could be you. Yeah, I could get in Ray Allen's face and be like, are you prepared, now that the statute of limitations has run out, sir, are you prepared to admit that you, in fact, hit Nancy Kerrigan uh, on that fateful day in 1994? He'd be so confused. The first time you did that, the photo of his reaction would be priceless. (laughs) Yes, and the photo of me going to jail is <laughs> hilarious. You getting hit with a folding chair. Yeah, me getting hit with an asp baton by some fucking rent-a-cop would be great. I don't know, some hard, hard black dick. <clears throat> well, uh, we had some, uh, speaking of celebrities, we had a celebrity passing that... Um, Did we really? Yes. I the dad I'd... from Fraser died, John Mahoney. Oh, wow. I had no idea. John Mahoney, gone at 77. Man, nobody got fucking, nobody got stupid on on Twitter about this? What's that? Nobody got stupid on Twitter about this one. No, it flew way under the radar, and there weren't that many uh, stupid YouTube videos either. That's a drag. And there's a... Oh, I, feel like I something... got some sad news to report. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Veteran actor John Mahoney, known best as Martin Crane, the father of Frasier and Niles, on the long-running NBC spinoff, Frasier, which aired from 1993 to spin-off 2000, of what? has passed away today at the age of 77 years old. Oh. He was a well-known actor. He also appeared in the 1993 Bruce Willis film, Striking Distance. Oh, oh yeah, that's, which he played of course. Bruce Willis's father. Of course, everybody remembers that. Also... Sir Jessica Parker and the late Dennis Farina were in that movie as well. Okay. I was shocked to hear the news of his passing. I saw some episodes of Frasier, but I was a diehard fan of Frasier. Oh. But I saw mm-hmm. Cheers before. <laughs> okay, which which John Mahoney wasn't on. Thank you for the memories. My thoughts and prayers go to his family, friends, and fans. Rest in peace, John Mahoney. Rest in power. 
Rest Adam in Crane. rest in power. <laughs> right in rest in power, Martin Crane, you'll be miss. I mean I love uh, boy. Uh but there's another guy, also, sad boy. Who um can't really speak that well. Oh fuck. Sad news people. It turns out that just today John Mahoney, star of Frasier and others, has passed away. I really love Frasier. It's one of the smartest shows on television. Mm. I love all the characters. Mm. And it's pretty sad mm. that John Mahoney passed away. He was only 77 years old. And That's so, it? in honor of him, I decided to react to the first episode of Frasier tonight. <laughs> I'll release it very much soon. So, you're telling me that I we're going to watch you watch an episode of Frasier? heard him from Atlantis, the Lost Empire. Yes, he decided that in, <laughs> in tribute to John Mahoney. He's going to then uh, rate... <laughs> rate the first episode of Frasier. Jesus. <laughs> give his ep- give his opinion of the first episode of Frasier. <sighs> Why? Oh, Jesus. You know, he was the dad and say anything. You know, maybe right. that counts for they something. That. They could have said that. They could have said that. <clears throat> you know, no. They didn't say that. It's fucked up. He goes um, to jail. <clears throat> <clears throat> <clears throat> I had a dream. I didn't have a dream, but do you ever have a memory flash? Oh, yeah. I had one of... Well, anyway, sorry. Go ahead. No, no. I I just had a memory flash of watching um, <laughs> of watching the uh, fucking. You know what? Every fucking ugh, every video on YouTube has an ad now, which is great. Uh, I blame I us entirely for this. I had a uh, like a kind of a skaterish girlfriend who worked at the Pizza Hut. I also worked at. Excellent. Don't want to talk about it. Uh, and she made me get her the pay-per-view of the Family Values Tour. Um, like, the finale of the Family Values Tour featuring Stained and Limp Biscuit. <clears throat> Hold on. And there's... This is way later than I expected this to, like... Wow, okay. Anyway, go ahead. Talk, I don't really want to talk about that part. It's fine. She could have sucked the chrome off a trailer hitch. Thank you very All much. All right. She was hungry for it, always. And I always had to give her a ride home. And let me tell you, it took me a long time, if you know what I mean. No, like, my life is fucking terrible. 1998? Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, 1998. Yeah, this was... Uh, but Fred Durst and Stained are doing a... Uh, like a, they're doing a duet of them. Oh, that must, that must have been 99. I'm looking, I'm yeah. looking at the Family Values Tour Wikipedia right now. Wow. Yeah. Corn, Limp Biscuit, Mob Deep, <laughs> Orgy, Stained, Primus, Ja Rule, Method Man, and Red Man, DMX, oh. Filter, and the Crystal Method. <laughs> well, anyway, that was, yeah. So she made me get the pay-per-view. <clears throat> and I remember sitting there, and that's when I knew that I was going to break up with her because it was so bad. And I decided to do something else in my life. <clears throat> uh, a theme that's permeated uh, throughout my life. Uh, up until uh, this year um, and uh, I remember one particular line the only thing I remember about this video but it has followed me forever and I say it to myself all the time and I'll play you <laughs> I'll play you what he says now imagine me sitting at a ratty couch in a dirty apartment in Glens Falls and she's singing along next to me Ooh, fuck I'm just there because I know that I'm gonna I'm gonna get head. 
and we're going to do it. And that's all I'm about. Now they're sitting on the steps of the set. And then Fred Durst says something really cool that I just say to myself pretty much all the time. Uh, he says, <laughs> I say to myself at least once a week for no reason. Not this. Now, he says, I'm feeling those lighters. <laughs> and I say that to myself a lot. I'm feeling those lighters. I'm so, I don't know what to do. I, I don't know where to file this one. You know, like, I knew you in 1999. <laughs> well, sorry. I mean, granted, in that same year, I was probably, like, stage diving off of a fucking speaker stack to Ausrotten, but still, like, whoa. Wow. Really good regional act, stained in Vermont. Wow. That's, but that, I forget, like, I forget a lot of things, especially now, my, my memory's starting to go. But I remember that, like a like steel trap. Just for some reason. <laughs> Fucking it's just stuck out. in my mind. I have no idea why. It's kind of annoying. Wow. Weird. <laughs> yeah. Um, <clears throat> so yeah, that's, uh, I took a little trip down, I had an opportunity to, uh, take a trip down memory lane. I had a long weekend. So these are all of the things that I thought of, pal. Jeez. All right. Yeah. Um, wow. 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 <laughs> yeah. I was taking a deep dive, pal. I don't know why this is this, this fucking story is so upsetting to me. Feeling those lighters. Hey, we all used Feeling to be those lighters. That's true. <laughs> I'm feeling those lighters. Wow, oh, good lord. And did you see the picture I sent you? Uh, Colin, the IE and Colony Center sign went out. I did love that. And for days, <laughs> it may actually still say it, it says Colon Center. I thought that was really good. <laughs> Jesus, yeah. That is, uh, that, re- that really, I was having a moment too when I when I got that and really Maybe brought me back. You okay, pal? Yeah, it's been a. Been a weekend of moments. I had uh, I had a real bad one. I had to like I had to handle. I hate Whoa. fucking I hate handling moments on the weekends, but uh, you got to do it. Do tell. I can't. You know, it's just it's just just biz business stuff. Oh, biz. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that uh, that I brought f- me back down to earth. I flew to Raleigh, North Carolina, and back in one day. Yeah. What the, can we talk about your weird fucking secret agent life you have going on yeah. now? It's really weird. I'm I'm flown. With like two days notice, I'm flown to <clears throat> far away places for a one day thing. Because Skype apparently is not secure enough, so I have to actually go there. I mean, felt. <laughs> yeah, Skype has done us no favors in the years we've been doing this podcast. Um, but it's uh, mildly annoying because I have to like get up at three in the morning and take the first plane out and then go to North Carolina for six hours and then come back. You're doing that thing that I love, though, where you're getting on the plane with nothing at all. Yeah. No, nothing. I have, a, a like, a really hard shell, hard case with, like, like a projector in it. <laughs> and then I do everything on, uh, I, have like a, I have, like, a Microsoft Surface. Don't get me started. Not very good. <laughs> 
And uh, I have to, like, show people how to do things. I, pff, far be it for me to know how to show anybody how to do anything besides beat off. But apparently, I mean, I it's know. obviously working, so fuck yeah, it. Take, take it while you got it. Yeah, no, they love it. You know, like, um, <clears throat> a co-worker of mine will come with me sometimes if there's any type of, like, translation that needs to be done. I like your translator. You're, I keep getting pictures of this guy. It's great. Translator guy is a patently miserable individual. Unless he's drinking. <laughs> then he opens up like a spigot. Right. It's, really, it's really cool. He like, Is it just you and him on the plane? Yeah. So yep. good. So good. And then whoever, and then occasionally the people that we meet will want to break bread, as they say. So they'll take us to some place. And uh, then that's when uh, my my man gets loosened up. But he doesn't. Uh, he doesn't. He likes to sit by himself on the plane. Oh wow! Interesting. Yeah. He, has, he always says he has lots of work to do on the plane. And then I look back, and he's doing work. Hmm. He has that work ethic that I have no idea. Yeah, I don't. I don't really understand. No. <laughs> there was. Uh, I had to fly out with a bunch of people from work a couple trips ago, and one of them was like, "Don't worry, we're going to do this all on the plane." No, motherfucker, I'm not doing shit on that plane. I said, listening to a fucking podcast and reading a book. Fuck no. you. Yeah, no, don't be a hero. Right, hero? Not a chance. Not a chance in hell I'm taking this fucking computer out in this plane. I love heroes, man. Oh, we gotta, we gotta work on... We can work on this other project on the plane. No. Or, or not. No. You know, I'm gonna work... I got a project I can work on. It's called opening the exit door and jumping out. <laughs> That's my fucking project, all right? I always got the exit row, though. I love that. And the exit but rows made, are great. It made me fucking tired. Like I'm I mean, tired. You're supposed to be tired, though. That's sort of that's the whole thing. Yeah. You're just in a flying petri dish for fucking five hours. That's that happens. Yeah. It's I'm to- it's totally okay for me to be tired, right? A hundred percent. Thanks. Thank you. <laughs> it's really tiring. It's like t- it's like a twenty-seven hour day. It's awesome. Oh, that is that's fucking nasty. Yeah. For I like- had. Uh, I I did the opposite in in with my San Francisco trip. I did too much. Like I programmed in too much outside meeting time, and then I got like I just started to get like over it and get a little like down in the dumps. So I gotta I gotta strike up a, a better medium next time. Yeah, you want to talk to me? I have plenty of I have plenty of uh, information about being down in the dumps, pal. <laughs> so you want to flip you, the script? Be my resource. Do you want to flip the script? Do you want me to give you some of my coping mechanisms? Sure. Okay, um, <clears throat> you can do the good one, then you just tell yourself no over and over again. I do like doing that. And you're like, no, no, I am fucking 40. I'm not going to keep doing this. If I keep doing this my whole life, I'm going to kill myself. No, I'm already tired of it. I'm already tired of feeling this way. I What's the success rate on that? Like 100%. Wow, nice. All right, that's pretty that's good. My new, that's my big new leaf for 2018, just like telling myself no. Like, stop it. Stop being lazy. Stop. Think of something that makes you happy. Just do it. I know it's huh. lame. Just do it. And then I'm into yeah. it. Nice. Yeah. And then I then I sit back and say, you know, I've done a lot of cool things in my life. Got a car. You know, I've been I've been late for a guy who's has nothing to offer and isn't very attractive. I've been late a lot. Um, life's okay. I mean, on paper, you should be managing that Pizza Hut you worked at in 1999, but right. you're not. So yes. you know, it's all right. Precisely. The guy who worked with me, Adam, he's the manager now because he oh, stayed. Fuck. <laughs> oh, Adam, what are you doing? We were contemporaries. 
And Adam's the guy you're going to be fucking drinking outside the funeral home with in uh, in five years when uh, when when Donnie of Donnie's Woods expires in a fucking oh, yeah. freak motorcycle accident. Now he, he married Dave Speedy's sister. Wow. There's, a, there's a strong crop there. <laughs> Dave Speedy, kicker for the high school football team. It's great. Whenever he kicked, everyone would say, Dave Speedy. Couldn't kick the bottle, though. No, actually couldn't kick the bottle. Ended up mm-hmm. in the bottom of the barrel. Bottom of the bottle instead of the top of the world. That's a shame. That's a real shame. But I didn't see that one coming down the street in a cab. <laughs> is that another Glenn's Fallsism? Yeah, it is, actually. <laughs> didn't see that one coming down the street in a cab. Because it's like Jesus, a yellow. what a weird like a place. Bright, yeah, it's like a bright yellow cab, so of course you're going to see it coming down the street. <laughs> yeah, I didn't see that one coming down the street in a fucking cab. Wow, god damn, what a bizarre place. If people look at it like, oh, just it's just another exit off the highway, but no, it's a weird fucking place. It's Twin Peaks. It is really. It's such a weird place. I'm writing my teleplay is coming along swimmingly. Oh um, yeah, there's a question about that here. Well, it's a, a statement. Somebody's saying that they imagine your metal show to be a like Bill Burr's F is for Family, but with more awkward sex scenes, straight edge, and way more crust punks thoughts like i i feel like that's a little off i'll have to watch f is for family i can't imagine a situation where i sit down and watch that so i'll take that person's word for it but uh yeah i don't know bill burr's uh bill burr is funny um i, can't, I, I can't sit i am being maxed from... out for adult cartoons you know what i mean like <laughs> yeah. i'm 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 my tank is full thank someone, you I, someone mentioned that what i'm working on should much like should be a cartoon instead and i was like no it's no, funny because it probably should because it's probably much cheaper to do those things. But, oh, right. man, that's, yeah, it's, that's a rough scene. I just can't. I mean, it would be way cheaper. Than I have to wrangle. Yeah. I'm thinking about all this stuff. I have to wrangle young actors and tell them how to act like someone from a fucking town where no one else acts. Like just on Earth. sell this shit to somebody. <laughs> just, just write it good enough you sell it to somebody and you let them I worry really about will. it. Yeah, I should probably just do that, actually. I shouldn't do the, the whole fucking... Uh, what was the dude from, um, what's that? Oh, a terrible Irish mafia movie. Um, you know what I'm talking about. The Departed? No, the other one. Boondock Saints. Yes, Boondock Saints. The guy wouldn't sell the, the script to Miramax. He had to direct the whole thing himself and Oof, made a complete Jesus. mess. <laughs> at one point, he wanted to have a band called the Boondock Saints. Uh, not a good idea <laughs> just let it go man just let it go let your kids grow up and move out just let it go oh geez. someone up there that's thinks it's yeah and it's not, obviously not going to be anything he thought of but it's why it's business not art at that point you did what you did be proud of it and also take 600 grand yeah and get the fuck out of here get out of my office yeah it's great money out be like Arsenio rich out Rich out, yeah. Well, Arsenio tried to get back in, didn't work. <laughs> yeah, he was rich out, and then like, you know, his car payment uh, begged him to mm-hmm. work again. <laughs> his his SL his Mercedes SL payment begged him to work again. So. Oh man, I'm looking but. through the questions right now. Um, have either of you ever taken back a woman that's cheated on you? Hmm. I have. I have too. Yeah. It's fine. I have two. Um, <clears throat> yeah, you know, it's... Uh, Don't people be prideful, cheat for all man. Kind. It's fine. 
people cheat for all kinds of reasons and a lot of it i mean the one, one thing the one thing that i never thought of and i should have is that it might have been my fault oh good good point good point like, like you know it's like it's, it's like she woke up one morning is like god i really want to fuck someone else it's human nature to want to fuck other people i mean you're i mean if i'm, I'm assuming that there's a dude who wrote this so yeah you probably want to fuck other people all the time but then she acted on it and that's okay because there's a big there's a difference between love and sex and that's if you get caught up in like you cheated on me like that's some 1950s shit you know like you love each other you just you know you went you took the, you took the long way home one day okay. so, right <laughs> you know i mean what the fuck I just like just get your ego all fucking wrapped up in this shit. Doesn't help. No, no one's perfect. You know, you love each other. Work on that love, and then then work on the love to make make the relationship so awesome that when she has that impulse again, make it so awesome for her. When she has that impulse again, she won't act up because she's gonna have that impulse again. Especially if that shit the other dude is good. You know, the other dude probably did some. Leg up shit. Some new know? moves. Just some leg up shit. Yeah, I guess some new moves. Probably <laughs> fucking took it. Probably twisted the ass, twisted that ass up. It was like a swing involved. <laughs> yeah, exactly. She was fucking. I got this sh- in Thailand. Oh yeah, like, she's wow. probably fucking pulling the sheet off the bed. Yeah. <laughs> now she goes home to you, and she's like, ugh. Yeah, and they're playing fucking... playing fucking video games yeah, on headphones, her... talking to people. Like, uh, go around the back. Yeah, meanwhile, it takes her a fucking hour to get wet for you. You know, you got to work on the relationship, man. You got to make, you got to make together, keep that sizzle. It's fine. It's just, that's like, you know, every car gets a flat tire. Yeah, it's fine. Every rose has its thorn. Yeah, all right, not bad. <laughs> it's um, true. Got somebody I, asking you about. Know, it's, just, it's like, hey, we're not, I mean, we grow up stop? and think in this idyllic world, like everything's fucking happy there? days and like. Oh, we shouldn't cheat on each other. And love is for Hello. real. Love is the fucking most mentally If you're there, I cannot hear you. If thing. you can hear me, don't stop like, recording. I feel strongly for this person. And I'm going to make sure I know where they are all the time. That's so weird. And I, I, love, I love them. I have a word for it. And it's love. You know? So yeah, love is weird. Man, all right. In that time that it, the internet dropped out, I made, I somehow managed to get from talking to you about uh, taking back cheaters to being on Michael Ray Richardson's Wikipedia. <laughs> all right. Weird how that happened. All they right. really they gloss over a lot of this guy's life in here. This is interesting. Yeah, oh, yeah there's um, a lot of. Uh... There's a lot of uh, things going on in his life. Huh. Well, I've never actually watched the documentary, What Happened to Michael Ray. You should go and watch that shit. Never watched that either. Huh. All right. We, well, were, we, got way ahead of, we were way ahead of that shit. Yep. Absolutely. Um, wow. <clears throat> yeah. All so. right. Um, I was going to say, do you want to do, uh, do you want to do misconnections? But yeah. I don't know if, if you, you got that shit on lock already. Oh, no, I already do. I found many. Perfect. Perfect. Let's have to find our theme song. Hold on. And three, two, one. This president stays Motherfucker. Like a Simmons All right, Andrew, the time has come. Are you ready? Uh, to listen to a Simmons drill commercial? Absolutely. 
<laughs> if you'd like to buy a Simmons drum kit at a guitar center, uh, that's your place. Uh, no, this is time for depressing casual encounters and misconnections, the Valentine's Day edition. All of these occurred oh, on February fourteenth, nice. and some of them are <laughs> some of them are disturbing, some of them are sad, and some of them make you think. So why don't we just start right now? I love to think, Sarah. We met on Craigslist Casual Encounters. You replied to my Craigslist post last spring. I visited you about nine times in a month. Whoa, whoa! Wow. In a few different places to give you oral attention. Last time was about a month or so ago downtown. Funny. Real funny. Scum. Yeah, I have a good, good double. <laughs> Unfortunately, the Craigslist, your Craigslist link is no longer working, and I don't have no! your email. Email. We talking about Craigslist people wanting to email everybody all the time. Yeah, Jesus. If you see this, this is obviously a hooker. If you see this and are interested in getting together again, reply here. I'm in my late fifties, and you're in your late twenties. There you go. Yeah, I'm sure she lies awake at night wishing she had your number, dude. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> all right, February fourteenth. Uh, <laughs> February fourteenth, eight oh three p.m. I need a big nippled woman. Okay. I want to meet and suck on your... This isn't... This isn't misconnections. I want to meet and suck on your big nipples. I have great hands and a pretty good mouth. I am a big, strong construction type. I work okay. out. I've got okay. tats. And I want a nice, clean, white girl to lick and feel. Ugh. Whoa. Send me your pick for replying stats. Oh, and I can host. I have my own place. Oh, really? All right. Put all your own stuff. You own everything no. in there? Yeah, you got your own stuff, man. You finally kick Rocky out. That's good. <laughs> yeah, you got your own fucking basement apartment somewhere with no windows. Good going. All right, Roseanne TH. I'm just wishing that one day Roseanne from TH will unblock me. I know where I could find you, but I decided to respect your decision to block me and wait it out. Oh, that's nice I'd of I'd like you. to think you know who I am. And I hope you unblock me soon. Wow. Taking Roseanne from TH will die at this man's hands. Yes. Roseanne from Roseanne TH is like sweating at her keyboard. Should I unblock him? I don't know. She's texting her friends. I don't know. Jesus. The fuck is TH? Can we figure that out? Uh, I'm thinking it's like um, TH. Trader, Trader Hut. Trader Hut. <laughs> The other Trader Joe's <laughs> down the road from Trader Joe's. Wow. Uh, here's one that's really good. It has a meme that has a woman, a man railing a woman from behind, but you don't see anything. And it says in very blurry, like lowest quality JPEG, it says, I don't just want to fuck you. I want to feel you as well. Oh, wow. This is all in, this is a very worked up misconnection. If I told you to fuck someone, would you? Would you tell me about it? Would you record it for me? Would you like me Whoa. to watch? <laughs> if I said you can have a boyfriend, would you? <laughs> if I said you can have a boyfriend, would you? Would you Who like is that? this monster? <laughs> I would love to hear from you if you think that these things interest you. Would you like a pizza? Would you like to go for a drive? Would you like to go to the bank with me while I do some banking? Change the subject line to I would in your reply. Guess how would spelled. 
W-O-O-D. Fuck. Asshole. Um, <laughs> right. Here's my favorite one. Where uh, do you think is the most depressing place on Earth to be in for Valentine's Day in the whole world? Uh, CVS Mechanicville on Valentine's Day. Oh, I was going to say Olive Garden, but wow, you really beat me. <laughs> Last year I went to Chili's for Valentine's Day and I thought it was a blast. Oh, wow. Yeah. So wonder why I'm single. Um, <laughs> small wonder why I'm single. To the lovely petite lady around 30 with two children, I hope your Valentine's Day turned out wonderful. <laughs> you gave me a wonderful hug in exchange for a gift for you. Huh? I can't tell you how much that hug meant to me. Meant spelled M-E-N-T. If you don't mind an older gentleman who would appreciate every hug you're willing to give and every inch of your body. God, you had to go there, man. And every inch of your body. I sure would like to get to know you better and keep that beautiful smile on your face 24-7. This is a very long, long shot, but I'm hoping this may reach out to you somehow. I'm feeling the spirit of the holiday. Miracles do happen, exclamation point. To eliminate Holy all the sp- Jesus. To eliminate all of the spam. Because I'm sure you're getting a ton of replies for this, yeah, man. I know. Please put the gift I got for you on the special Valentine's Day we had in the heading or response. So this is a guy who works at fucking CVS and some poor single mother with two children's coming in. Doesn't he probably doesn't even so stressed out and overworked she doesn't even know it's Valentine's Day. And this fucker walks up and he's, he's like, I've been waiting for you to come in. I got you this bottle of Pedialyte. I, like, it's the funny thing. Cause, all right, so CVS, Valentine's Day. Like, you could just, with five different email addresses, just email him the five most obvious things, and one will get through. Oh, my God, right? Jesus Christ. Jesus. I got you flowers. I got you Pantene Pro-V. <laughs> <laughs> I got you a axe gift basket for your son, who's also for your adult son, 15 years of age. Got you a two-pack of one-pound Reese's peanut butter cups. <laughs> I got you the gigantic Snickers that no one could possibly eat unless they wanted to go in <laughs> intensive care. I got you that big. I got you that big Snickers that you can just. I, I just like to see you maybe eat it, like I'll take it oh. all in your mouth. I fuck um, around with those Reese's peanut butter cups every Christmas. Right? I do. They're fucking uh, great. I mean, I it's take horrible. A, I take a steak knife and cut it. Well, your body shuts down oh. by the end of it. It's terrible, but and if you do them both at once, that 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 might be it for you. But uh, yeah, <laughs> there's one from Schenectady. Surprise, surprise! Lonely Valentines. Now, when you see a name like that, when you see a title like that, you think, oh, this person's probably in the mood for love, right? In Schenectady, I'm looking for a mature woman, twenty to forty. Hold on. What? What? I'm looking for a mature woman, twenty to forty. Okay, I don't know many mature women who are 20. I yeah, don't like, know are many you just living in one of those women. places that everyone over 40 dies of cancer because they're all, like, by the old ammo factory? This, this is connected where PCBs were invented. So Yeah, there you go. Yeah, all right. Uh, to explore fantasies, spelled with a Y instead of an I, i.e., uh, and make you feel sexy tonight. I'm 22 mixed-race male. Definitely into older women. With experience. This guy's 18. Holy moly. Yeah, what in the fuck? Age 18. Height 5'11. And to older women with experience to show me how it's done. Just looking unwind on this night of passion. Please send me a pic. Tell me what you're into and help me unwind. 
Ugh, scum. Scum. Fucking so bad. Bar, bar Real back. bad. Bar back somewhere. Fucking A. Ooh, right. God. That was a gross cool, one. Right? I have a giant heart on for Valentine's Day. <laughs> Guess what the picture's of? A big fucking boner. And also Great. him in gray boxer briefs. Wow. You know, you could have just went with the gray boxer briefs there, Anthony Weiner. Didn't have to see your Weiner. There's also, in the background of the photo, is a picture of the um, education building from all in Albany. <laughs> it's a, a picture of his laptop open with fucking state secrets on it. <laughs> his work emails open. <laughs> hey, Dale, uh, just wondering where you are. Um, I know it's Valentine's Day and it's your favorite holiday, but we should get back to work. That's right. I have a giant heart on for you for Valentine's Day. I am good-looking, in shape, clean, educated, respectful. Obviously not, because you fucking put a picture of your hairy cock on fucking unbeknownst. I am single. Go for no. Not get the fuck out. I am single. Quite hung. Uh, I'll just put it this way. This photo is making me feel better about myself, so I wouldn't say it's wow. quite hung. All right. And 39-ish, which means you're definitely over 40. I've been yeah, down like that trail. Yeah, 49. Lying about your age, it doesn't work out unless you're on Tinder. I'm looking for a sexy, all-caps, woman to enjoy a night of passion Ooh. with since tonight... Cupid failed to hit me with an arrow. You fucking loser. Sexy comes in all different ages, shapes, sizes, and... Ugh. Listen to this. Sexy comes in all different ages, shapes, sizes, and smells. Ugh. Ugh. The fuck? I can host an Albany or come to you. Mercifully, he spelled come. C-O-M-E. I promise I will treat you with the utmost respect... And that we will have fun and lots of orgasms. Displaying a ton of respect and restraint with this so yeah. far, so I have no reason really to doubt good. you. Reply, please reply with a pick or two. Naughty goes to the top. <sighs> what a fucking Jesus. what a swashbuckle! What a what a night in white satin this guy is. We so. found a guy uh, on Valentine's. We we had dinner reservations and we went out for a drink first. At uh, at a hotel bar, and there was a <laughs> was guy who was the there alone, but he had his chihuahua with him, just like in a whatever, like a dog carrier. This dude, his like Valentine's pickup game was like on point. Having like a small dog that was like calm, you just bring to a bar and just have women just run over and be like, "Oh, what is his name? Oh my god, like, it's, it's impressive." <laughs> I mean, I'll have to take a page from his playbook, I guess. You really should. All right, a couple more. A nice Valentine's night. Now, here's a real classy guy. First off, I'm not looking to screw tonight. If you're a hooker, don't bother wasting my time. Okay. Okay, pal. All right. Oh, darn. I'm a hooker, and I was really hoping to hook up with you. 11.45, he's going back through his yeah, hooker ads. It's, like, oh, literally, well. it's literally 11 p.m. Valentine's Day. Like, this guy's obviously drunk. My idea of a good Valentine's night is to meet up somewhere for dinner and maybe a drink, Olive Garden. Then head back <laughs> to my place to relax on the couch under a nice warm blanket and watch a movie together or Star Trek reruns and snuggle up together with a stranger. What? No, like, I, I added with a stranger. Like, he actually okay. he wants a stranger to come over and watch Star Trek with him. Yeah, that's that's that sounds about right. That's really sad. 
Some groping may occur under the blanket if the mood is right. Oh, maybe. Maybe against your will. I don't know. Here, <laughs> let's, might let's up, we're going to gamble. Might, I, as soon as I, we'll play a game. Every time they say, beam me up, Scotty, I touch your clitoris. <laughs> <laughs> beam me up, Scotty. I, put the thing, I find your G-spot. Oh He's Roughly. a robot. <laughs> He's a robot now. I pull off the dog blanket that I hurriedly uh, picked up from the dog bed and put on the couch before I left. So I'm groping my curve. The mood is right, but only if we're both comfortable with it. Well, I would hope sure. so. Or as, st and as stated before, there will be no dick and vag action. Nothing turns on a woman more than saying things like dick and vag action. I need you to get at this guy. We need to we need to figure out what his, what's going on in his life. I'm 29. Well, it tells you. I'm 29 white single, you don't say. Got no. my own place. I'm a little heavy, but I like to think that Again, I'm... Again, no. I like to think... <laughs> no, go figure. I thought you'd be fighting them off with a fucking barge pole. <laughs> a little heavy, but I like to think I'm still fairly... You'll keep thinking, man. I like to think I'm still fairly good looking. You know, I say the same thing about myself. You're lying to yourself. It, oh man! Own your ugliness. It trust me, it works. I do drive, and unless you live nearby, I'd expect you to drive as well. Okay, all right. Yo. Hard bargainer at eleven o'clock on fucking two minutes to midnight at fucking Valentine's Day. <laughs> Tell me about yourself, what you're looking for, and what would your ideal night be? I'm free all evening. No shit. Literally anything other than what you described be my ideal night. Yeah. I want to go. Yeah, I want to sit under a blanket with a Star Trek fan. He can finger me. <laughs> Sounds awesome. He can fucking. I'd rather be in a bus station with all my possessions like clutched to my chest. I'd rather be in a fucking Red Cross tent, fucking sniffing the ashes of my burned down apartment, <laughs> than go into your gross house and sit on your dog couch. Jesus Christ. Wow. All right. All right. It's Valentine's Day, and I'm looking for a date. It's a lonely time of year, and who wants loneliness? The cold doesn't help. I'm looking for a date for this Wednesday, which happens to be Valentine's Day. He wrote this on Valentine's Day, dumb fuck. Oh, Jesus. I live and work in Saratoga Springs. I am available anytime after 3.45 p.m. You're leaving work early. Ooh, I, wow, all right. If anyone wants to meet me in the Broadway area, we can go to lunch, dinner, a cafe, or even stroll around the parks at night. Oh, Sure, it's cold out at night. If anyone is interested, please let me know. It's a little bit of a tame one. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. <laughs> Here's the worst one. Be my Valentine kitty. Age uh. 63. Do you want your kitty kissed and loved for Valentine's no, Day? No, 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 no. I'm your man. 63. Six foot. Loves to beat off and loves sweet pussy. What? Uh, like, to beat on? Uh, yeah, I can pick you out of a lineup now with that description. <laughs> Shaved, trimmed, or full bush as long as you are clean. God, no, jeez. Not really uh, opening up the demographic to everybody. Yeah, seriously. Jeez. Fucking demanding, aren't we? Yeah. Only... Oh, <laughs> landing strip only. Interested? Oof. Please let me know where you live. In the subject line, all caps. No thanks, psycho. Yeah, <laughs> Uh, okay, here's one uh, man for woman. Last one, HJ help on Valentine's Day. Hey, it's Valentine's Day. What the fuck? What the fuck? I right? can swing by, or we can meet quick in a parking lot. I'm just looking to see a nice naked body and get off. 
I'm just having some fun, no harm, no foul. Some good conversation, flirting, looking, touching, hand job, maybe even a BJ. Whoa! I'm clean and good looking, how about you? Send a pic and I'll return one. Wow. Confused. Well, that's the state of Valentine's Day in Albany, New York. Wow, that was really dark. Jesus. That <laughs> was fucking dark. I could have went full uh, all of Craigslist, and um, but I, I like you kept the regional there. That was nice. Kept the regional, you know, the, just to show the sadness of this region, how people are like, oh well, oh shit, it's Valentine's Day. Everybody's kind of giving me shit. It's ten forty-five at night on Valentine's Day. Oh shit, it's Valentine's oh, shit, Day. I need to touch. I need to touch a woman's leg through through her jeans. <laughs> Uh, I need someone to get naked for me in a parking lot, apparently. Yeah, naked in the car. You know how hard it is to get naked in the car? You have to be a pretty tiny person to get naked in the car. That's a non-starter right there. It's a non-starter. Be like, because she wants a hang on a hand. She went from hand job to being naked. Yeah, that really escalated pretty fucking quickly there. So, yeah, I'm like, look. Like, if I'm as desperate, and I'm, if I'm, like, super desperate, the woman version, I'm just going to be like, look, man, we had a deal, okay? I can give you a hand job, which I love giving, and most women love giving. Yeah, this is my favorite thing. Most women love giving a, a fucking arduous, fucking arm-cramping hand job to somebody who's really nervous so they can't get off. Pretty sweet. <laughs> I can't wait. Where do I sign up? Oh, Craigslist.com. Yeah, Oh, wow, there's a sign-up sheet. This is wild. Wow, there's a lot of people on this area. Wow, there's a, there's a line wrapped around the building for this guy in his car. In front of the, in front of the old Sears. It's no longer a Sears. Wow. It's <laughs> a half a Whole Foods. It's his Sears tonight. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, so it's like a million degrees in here. So I'm going to pull the plug on this one. Cool. I, I think I just got hot and bothered listening to all those Valentine's. Oh, you got to go open my shirt. You know, take it out on your uh, old lady. Yeah, exactly. Hey, we heard just heard some things, and you know, some things maybe we want to try. I made a whole list. She would slap you across the face if you did that. I'd just be more confused than anything. Have you ever watched the the movie Freaked? No. Okay, really bad movie from the nineties. <laughs> really bad, like exceptionally bad. You 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 saw nothing but trouble, right? I did. Yeah, similar to nothing but trouble in how like insufferably bad it is. So, of course, I was watching it last night or the night before uh, Home Alone, and then Gab came in during the last five minutes where the plot resolves, but it, it is there. It is utter nonsense. Like, it's utter nonsense if you've watched the entire movie, but to come in at the last five minutes, it is, it, it is though logic has ceased to exist in the universe. <laughs> like... <laughs> It's yeah, it's totally absurd. And she came in and was really confused. And I feel like I shaved another year off of our relationship with oh. that one. That was. I feel like I, I feel like I might have lost one there, at least a couple months. Um, <laughs> Wait, so I also many... made her watch at least the first half of uh, of Nothing But Trouble at some point. And I I still have yet to live that down. That's uh, that, that that still comes up often as to how bad it was. Wait, so how many years now have you shaved off? Of your relationship, I think I, I we gotta be we we're probably a decade off at this point. I'd imagine. How was your Valentine's? That day? really didn't help. It was great, you know. I uh, I somehow managed to get us a table at Union Square Cafe like Whoa. the day before Valentine's Day. Nice. Like 
at a normal time. I don't know, I don't understand how that happened, but it worked out really well. Winner takes it all. And it man. was uh, yeah, it was we we won. It was great. Yeah, did you go home? Did you guys win that night? We won that night. God damn, that's awesome. Yeah. God, you are the really model. <laughs> I will have. It's, it's a dark life if I'm the model of it. I will have a wonderful relationship like yours, and I will one day say happy Valentine's Day. I hope so. You know, the chances of it happening are fucking really slim. But I disagree. I disagree entirely. You no, know, honestly, because uh, when I go to New York, I'm fucking, I'm on a spit. I'm hot goods. I'm saying, that's like, you're, you're, you're doing the wrong thing in the wrong spot. That's really basically what's am. going on. I thought of, I can seriously consider, like, having, as part of my 2018 plan to move to New York. You could take my spot when we move out. Uh, I thought I was going to live with you guys. Oh shit! What's going on? Fuck! There? All right, yeah, we'll uh, like, we'll we'll to we'll to talk about that one. Yeah, I mean, if you have like you know, yeah, let's talk seriously. I mean, I can make that rent. I can hustle. <laughs> I got I got applications out, man. Hold on, we well, yeah. have your feelers in the world. I got feelers out in the world. Well, before we go, we just have to uh, honor our only sponsor. Oh yeah, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. If you like coffee, Jesus Christ! I, yeah, I love my bed music. Isn't that cool? Isn't that nice? Uh, wow! Yeah, ladies and gentlemen, rhetoriccoffee.com. Rhetoriccoffee.com. Say you didn't have to fuck around with buying coffee or whatever. You just got it delivered to your house every two weeks on the dot. And it's always really good. The bags are cool. And it doesn't cost that much. Would you do it? RhetoricCoffee.com has got you. Uh, coffee delivered to your door twice a month. No problem. Just like Netflix when you used to get the DVDs. Only you don't have to return these beans. You just cook them. Or grind them. When you drink it. And that, that shit's tasty as hell. And... Uh, I don't know where the beans are from, but they smell real good. You know? It's easy. It's a two plus two. It's not complicated. So there you go. RhetoricCoffee.com. Okay. It's <laughs> good. You know That was um, weird. No, that's that's the copy they gave me. They sent me a Wow, yeah. Jesus. No, it's it's uh, that's the copy they gave me. They said read this line for line. Or um, or it's your ass. Yeah, it's your, it's your ass. The, or the 10 grand a month we send you will be no more. And I was like, wow, wow God damn. Wait, you didn't know that I was getting paid for this? No, this is this is news to me. Yeah. I have been getting coffee, though, which is cool. So oh, yeah. right. I mean, I mean, that's, yeah, I'm getting, uh, that's all I'm getting to. I'm officially backed up. I, uh, I spent yesterday, I took an entire <laughs> bag that I knew was going to be sitting for a minute and... Uh, Vacuum sealed it and freezed it in yeah. in individually portioned containers. You know, mm. some for French press, some for AeroPress. Of course, um, of, course. of course. But yeah, I started right. taking it to work and putting it in that uh, this like outrageously expensive mealy machine that we have. And uh, that's great. Yeah, it works really well. It's uh, got be- people coming around being like, "Oh, what you got there?" Yeah, oh, we always have Swish coffee, and it, that shit makes me nuts. So I was like, "I'm going to bring didn't in this- somebody like die from that shit, or like it's- it wasn't there? Didn't they have to go back and rework it because like there was like a, a not cool thing happening?" I love caffeine. Oh, you mean the uh, the coffee maker or the Death Wish coffee? The Death Wish coffee. The Death Wish coffee 
I think so because I think it got pulled off the market for a minute or something. It shit. did because it was too strong, and people would like apply their normal like four or five cup a day routine, and people were actually yeah, like going into seizures and shit. It's not. It's not a bad. Look. Yes, yeah, so I have two cups, and I'm like angry. It's just like too much. It's just like you know, I take speed and I drink coffee. I don't need like speed, coffee and speed. So. Yeah, no, that's uh, I'm I'm not with that. I remember when. They won that Super Bowl ad. Everyone was like bugging out yeah. about it. Oh, wow. like, oh yeah, it, it's cool. Don't get me wrong. Like it's cool. That there's like somebody doing <coughs> it, but you know, I like okay. the uh, just a regular cup of coffee is plenty good for me. Like I, I, I don't feel the good effects of caffeine, or at least if I do, I'm not really cognizant of them. But I really feel the shitty effects very, very clearly. So like, I'd rather just <laughs> that's good. I'm all set. We're not going to be taking Death Wish Coffee on as a, as a sponsor. No, that's that's fine. They uh, they don't like sponsors at all. So well, I tried. Then. It's not happening. Um. So what is this? One seventy six, right? Episode one seventy six, inching closer to two hundred. We have it. to start coming. We have to start thinking about what we're going to do for episode two hundred. I think we should uh, do something video, something special. We could do video. We could give that a shot. I actually, I'm probably about to drop about eight grand on uh, on video stuff for the factory. So maybe wow. I'll uh, maybe I'll repurpose a little bit for us for that. I would love that. The people That'd are really cool. getting into chalk lately, huh? Big deal. So uh, yeah, big big things afoot. It's pretty wild. Um. All right. Cool. Well, we'll be back next week. Now that we're back, as long as you don't have to go back to fucking North Carolina with a guy who clearly doesn't like you that much, uh, then, then <laughs> we we'll be back okay. next week. We, it's one of those cool. situations where we get along as long as he thinks I'm doing my job. Because where he comes so from, odd. where he comes from, there's no such thing as weekends or like not working hard. So he just like despises people who are like, "Oh, I'll do it tomorrow." He's like, looks at you like. He's like fucking slapped his wife or some shit. He like wants wow, everything done geez. immediately. So all right, sounds like a like a real scream. Yeah, sounds like a job I'm gonna keep to the end of the summer and then quit. It's gonna be great. Oh man, you can't quit this spot already. We need to get to the bottom of that Bin Laden thing. Let's fucking yeah. just hang on to that shit. <laughs> People joke about that all the time. Um, oh, fuck. All right. Cool. All right. Well, we will see you next week. Be good and uh, keep the music. Winner takes it all. Well, hey, podcast listener. My name is Vince, and I'm the host of a show called The RR Show. It stands for Reddit Readings. We're going to sit down twice a week, and I'm going to bring you the most entertaining stories from all of the best subreddits that exist online. Things like malicious compliance, petty revenge, hey, lady, I don't work here. Oh, there's so much more. Lots of great stories and things you won't believe. Like the one time uh, this dude was caught in a bathroom with his friend and he was slapping them because that was the only way that he could actually legitimately help them. A mall cop comes in with a taser. Oh, yeah, the rest is history. It's going to be fun. There's uh, 
Well, I don't know. I got like 20 seconds left, so I don't got much more time to tell you another story. But just join me on The RR Show. It's from Evergreen Podcast, produced in partnership with Wessler Media. So The RR Show, wherever you get podcasts, subscribe today. And uh, it's like an adult story time. Let's hang out together. The RR Show. Subscribe today, wherever you get your podcasts.